Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast that discovered the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow down to truly the best of all time. It's so nice to know that I've been doing this research over a period of 20 years. Like, I didn't have to fucking sweat. I just watched two whole seasons of Futurama. You know, that was what I did in this last week. And you're like, but look, I was just doing research okay but i would have done just... it no i didn't even have to say that because i would have done it anyway because yeah. <laughs> i'm a fucking sick freak and i love these i love living in the future i want to be on the team who and would you, you know who do you, you know think, i've watched the new who do you think too? you would replace like if, if cody lena and like i know fry's like obviously like he's a human dude but like based mm-hmm. on your skill set and everything else mm-hmm. who do you feel like you would be you would replace or want to replace i think i would be kiff croker you know i'm a ride or die i'm a good dude i'm pretty like basic i'm not out here being the main character i don't have that energy mm-hmm. it just takes so much work to be a main character are you kidding me <laughs> so in, much in focus this economy on so many yeah. decisions that you that people look to you to make even when they know you're the incompetent one be like, I don't know, for some reason, we're all rallied around you. Yeah, we need so, you to drive this story forward. And I'm like, oh, dog, I'm just vibing. I was, yeah, I was just cool with hanging out on the side here and just kind of seeing how it all goes down. I was not mm. thinking I had to drive the plot here. So exactly. I prefer... That's what I'm trying to say. How about yourself? Who would you replace? Now that you've done your research, now that you've been into the Futurama Crucible. Yeah, uh, Fry. No, I'll just do Fry. <laughs> just, I'll, I'll be the main character. That's fine. Yeah, I'll just, no, I'll do Fry, though. No, that makes way more sense for me. No, I think... After doing my research, getting to spend a little time with the team again, and and uh, Cody was very generous and gave me some material to 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 watch for the research. I I think I'm kind of vibing, uh, Sir Scruffy. <laughs> I like that energy. I don't think I I think I said I, there's a part of me kind of thinks I'm a little bit that right now at my office, but I want to really dive into. It. I want that you chance. really experience that energy. Cause the problem is right now, like I still have like a decent like title at my office. So there's still some modicum of respect I'm owed through the title. You know, like I seem like I'm an important person, even though what I, what I do is not important in any way. She doesn't really bet like on a day-to-day basis. I'm not managing these people. Like I'm not, I'm helping them through the work I do, but like, I don't manage them or anything. I need to get down to that level though, where it's like, it's someone who's been in the office for, for decades, but kind of lo- doesn't do that big of a job people Dude, always like my fucking dream is to be in a position where i am working at a company i've been there for 10 years 20 years so i'm making that fat money just because you get the yearly raises yeah yeah, but yeah. i'm able to just like phase out and basically do nothing right you've con- you've managed to throughout throughout the years just kind of always give any task that you do be like you know what I was thinking about the fact that I do this. That really makes more sense for someone who's starting, not someone who's been here this long. Exactly. And, then, and you're like, I'll take a new task. And then they give you that new task. And then a few years, you're like, you know what? Actually, that makes way more sense for that person. And just keep shifting in and out <laughs> exactly. of roles until they're like, and, like, and they, but they all think you do a lot because they're yeah, like, well, he's exactly been well, given we've a given, ton of stuff. He's been given so much stuff. I've just delegated it so well, yeah. automated it. I'm out here using AI to automate my work all the time. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. So I, if but I could just, turn an eight hour day into a 15 minutes of work, I would so do that and just lurk in the shadows of the office. But you're that person that like everyone though knows, like you're always like around though, walking around. Like for some reason you're always in the lunchroom, but no one questions the fact that you are always in the lunchroom. Yeah. Because they're not always in the lunchroom. Right. So they're like, Oh, nice. Nick's here. And, but like, no one realizes like, nah, dog, I've been in here from like 12 to three. Like I catch all y'all for lunch. We all have a great chat. We're all, I'm catching up. I'm asking about how your kids are. I know their names. 
And you're like, oh, exactly. Yeah, that's even... what I want. I, I am like that too at work. I always ask how people's weekends were. How's the kids? Yeah. Oh, did they win that baseball game? That's cool. Oh, I heard they were trying out for the new state position. Like, you know, all that shit. Yep. Gotta keep up on it. And they're just like, God, this guy's so, this guy kicks ass, you know, but you're just, but no, but for whatever, but everyone, like no one like ever talks about promoting you either. Cause they know that it's like, well, he's not like kind of meant for that. I mean, that's not what he's about, but we love him. Yeah. I know. I, I want to get promoted. I want to be president and not do shit. <laughs> just every, you just keep climbing that ladder as you keep getting promotions, but you just, you're like, well, the higher I climb, the easier it is to offload this shit. Cause now I can tell more people to do it. Exactly. Dog. If that that's isn't how I didn't. think. If that isn't how I think a lot of like upper management operates, because you're like, hey, what do you actually do? I know you make some decisions every now and again, but it kind of seems like you just sit around and hear other people report to you and you go, nice, keep working on that. Yeah, keep doing it. I like the path you're on. If you need any help, come ask me. And then my head, I'm like, please don't. Don't you fucking dare. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) I don't even know. So I still, I, I want to sit in front of my computer every day, but it takes people like years to realize that I've never actually turned it on. (laughs) Just a blank screen every time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I I just, I just put like a piece of paper that has a screen on it and see how long it takes someone to notice that it's the same document that's been there for years. Is that just. Exactly. Well, that's why the classic move is always just have Excel open. So you can just real quick click down to that and be like, oh, I have Excel open. So I have to be doing business stuff. Mm-hmm. This is business. Why would yeah, I that's be? What, in- that's what we're talking about on this episode. Business. <laughs> Getting out of work, which is, I would argue, a fair amount of Futurama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here we are, folks. We are in that final four here talking about the best character for Futurama. We have coming out of group A, the champion Fry going up against the group B champion, Professor Farmsworth. And then we have the group C champion, Scruffy, going against the group D champion, Zoidberg. Cody, where do you want to start? It's up to you. Fry versus Farnsworth, dude. Blood in, blood out. Your oldest yep. living relative. Does that occur in the universe? Is that... Is that what you, is that, was that in that, I couldn't really tell if they were like just then getting to the point that it's like, oh, we're actually our family or no, does no, that happen very pretty first early? Episode. Very is first it? episode. Okay. Fry okay. shows up and he realizes he has one living relative and it's Farnsworth. So Fry is technically like his estranged, like second uncle, like really far away. uncle. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all the way down. But nonetheless, they are, they're able to see each other through the miracles of modern time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also the fact that Farnsworth, once again, is probably using, not probably, is definitely using the blood of young people. Oh, no, he's it, absolutely out it's here. Not making, a, it's not even hinted. It's not like, ooh, it's like, no, no, no. You see him like getting hooked up. It's like, yeah, that's. He's doing blood rituals for sure, dude. Yeah, that's what Amy's for, is to help with that blood. It's new, fresh blood infusions all the time. He's always making sacrifices to the devil. All forms of demons. Does that, okay. Where are you at on getting young people's blood to keep yourself young? Like, because it doesn't feel that weird, but because it's blood, it seems like there's something to it that I shouldn't be as, like, pro about. <laughs> oh, so am I pro or against? Okay, I think it only depends on how you acquire the blood. If you have young Hollywood ingenues who are willingly giving you your their blood for your treatments, I'm all for it. Do it, dude. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's always assume that this is consensual. I mean, obviously, I'm not rich enough that if wherever I'm going to get my blood, I'm not asking too many questions, but yeah. I'm assuming it was, you know, just young people. Who are like, yeah, I'll you make. I mean, people donate blood all the time. I mean, they yeah. usually want it to go to things like helping out in the case of an emergency. And that I way- can't think of anything more important than keeping my fine ass body running at optimum efficiency. I mean, that's where exactly where I agree. I'm like, it's the yeah. same. 
I need that blood just as much as someone who is in a horrific car accident. So I was going to say, if someone gets in a car accident and they need the blood so they can stay alive to support their family, or I need the blood so I can keep looking fly as fuck, I don't understand the difference. I'm It, it is on a scales of justice, 50-50. Like, I yeah. don't know. I would need, I would need a, a whole panel court to tell me why that person should get the blood over me. Exactly. And also, I'm willing to pay for it, so. Well, yeah, so. Mm, I mean, and, technically, and, I guess. I guess so. The question becomes: Does that person have insurance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you in have the insurance e- to cover this car accident? Oh, you in don't. This economy? Yeah, no, dude. That's my blood. Well, we got to keep him looking fly. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, now I become definitely way more important than you are. I didn't start hitting the gym so I could not bathe in young new blood. You know. Exactly. A hundred percent. And we're getting to that point too, where it's like this is kind of the body I'm hoping to keep up with. You know, yeah. like, I, this is kind of the one. So it's like. I think gonna, if I could have, I, I would keep the fitness I have now, but I would have swung into that 27-year-old body, you know? It was before my health issues really started to take oh, off. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you've you've lost parts of you by now. You are missing. Yeah. You aren't 100%. Like, I mean, no. it just is what it is, but you just aren't 100%, you know? No, I'm so I'm missing some key, some key opponents. Farmsworth and Fry. Once again, you have your main character, Fry. He comes into the future from our timeline and is – Figuring it all out. And you have Farmsworth, who is maybe a decent person. Maybe he seems okay. He, he also yeah. doesn't, he seems like he's definitely fine with uh, doing bad shit if it benefits him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you at right now? As these are two people who you obviously love and care about. Yeah, I think so I would rather hang out with Fry. Fry's ride or die. But I think Farnsworth's got more layers to his character. He's a genius. He's out here doing experiments. Half the show revolves around the crazy shit he's made, you know? Mm-hmm. So without him, I think he's a more important character to the show. Sure. Because if in a world where, let's say, Fry just discovers someone else, the show is not inherently that much more interesting. Mm-hmm. If he's just a regular person just trying to figure out what life in the 3000s is like. Yeah, no, we need someone who's settled in, who's an adult, and who's fucking absolutely insane. And that's Farnsworth. He's crazy. Farnsworth is. Now the question is, when is he going to die? Never. He gets brought to the Sunset Arms, which is a retirement community because you have to retire after you get to 160 years old. Yes. But they bust his ass out of there. That's true. So, I mean, they're like, hey, he's not he's not ready to go yet. I mean, and I do even remember. His, his parents are even alive. So I, w- I have no idea how long people can live in this world. I'm sorry. Um, so once again, uh, we're on the wiki. I'm on the wiki for Mr. Farmsworth and the things that people need you to know. Like just, hey, this is an important thing to know about this man. One of those here. And this is actually from the episode that you mentioned. I just didn't know it was the only time we'd heard about this. I assumed it maybe came up a few more times. Uh, but from one of the episodes you told me to watch, which was near Death Wish, season seven, episode 10, we learn from that that Farnsworth is uncircumcised. And the reason we know that is because Bender says to him, that is one crazy uncircumcised old man. And that's just a throwaway line. That's a funny thing to say. But I love that whoever watched that immediately paused their television and was like, oh, my God, I wonder if that's on the wiki yet. Oh, man, people want are always asking about this dude's dick. We cut or nah. We cut or not, dog. We, I need to know. And now you do. And now you do. He is. You know what? I think it's it, I think it's surprising how many people that are famous that we don't know this their, their cut status. Because <laughs> it should be out there, you know? It should. You feel I don't that think, this is I don't all think right, we, all right, Cody. Cody, what's yours right now? 
I'm circumcised. I, I like. I don't understand. I didn't have a choice in the matter, That's so fair. it's not like like what. I don't care. Damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I real I chest passed you that so hard, and the fact that you just grabbed it and shot it off, I was like, yo, I'm okay. This isn't this isn't anything. But there are definitely stuff where Cody and I are like, ah, I don't want to get into that. Let's just let's just not talk. I don't want to dive into that. Like, there's you know, we'll like propose ideas to each other. It's like I don't really want to talk about that. I was so confident. That when I went to Cody, I was like, yo, you cut or not, dog? Pass it to him that he'd just be like, he would have been like off, like he would have pulled up and be like, hey man, let's just, let's just get, let's just skip this bit. <laughs> like, hey, I, I don't think we're going anywhere with it. Let's just skip it and move on. But no, the, he came I'm at me straight, straight up. up. I think because there's a lot of people, first of all, porn gives everyone bad ideas about their wieners. And yeah. there's a lot of people that I'm sure are self-conscious, like, oh, I'm circumcised, I have a choice. Well, I'm not circumcised, I don't know. I think on Wikipedia, when I type in Anthony Michael Hall, it should say, boom, he's 55 years old, six foot one, fucking cut. I, that's what I want to know. I don't need to know the size of his penis. I don't need right. to know anything yeah. else. I just want to know. We're just we're just trying to get a, a good understanding yeah. For where kind of everyone is at on this weird thing that, like you said, too, we made a great point and we don't need I don't think you and I are going to become, you know, a, a circumcision podcast. If you need to go find that uh, cut yeah. boys, I believe is out there. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, you don't have a decision, so don't be weird about it. It wasn't something yeah. you chose. I mean, I guess if you did, the only decision you can make is to cut it off later in life if you make that choice. And you know like, what? If you did do that, I, it should say cut and it should say like past whatever age. Right. Post, I, have, yeah. I have other questions that I have. Like, why'd you make that call? I'm interested. I just want to I just want to talk about it because this is the one thing that we all just have to live with. And we just find out you just one day found out when you were like 11 years old. You're like, wait, why do you got weird stuff around yours? And I don't. Yeah, and exactly. Then you, and then no one told you ahead of time that no you one's were told us now. Yeah. I no one's ever sat me down and said that I was circumcised. I had to figure it out. I had <laughs> yes. to go out to the streets. That's the truth. And figure out what was going on. What the fuck is happening here? What is different? Why do they look different? <laughs> yeah, so no, all I'm saying you're is correct. You need to I make to... this a conversation. Hey, everyone, call your parent. Any any guy here, call your parents and ask them if you are circumcised or not. You know what the answer is, but make them have to tell you it. <laughs> hey mom, I'm just I'm going through some medical stuff here and um Am I, I just, am I circumcised? And she has to then be like, have you never seen your penis? How have you not? I just thought the then, world well, took can, care of this you one. You can totally pay, play it off. I don't look at other penises. So I don't have a barometer. I don't know. Yeah, just tell Like, I don't know. What does that mean? What does it mean? You just, yeah. One day the world just told you because you were just looking around. You're like, these aren't all the same. These are all the same. And I'm saying we should make it a fucking conversation is all I I'm trying to say. <laughs> It's an important, it's, it, you're right. It's an important one. So to, yes, to the fact that we know about Farnsworth penis is important. Is important. You're right. It's, it's not a dumb thing to, to have added. Whoever added that to the wiki, uh, I wasn't trying to shame you or anything, and, but now I actually, I come to praise you for being, for putting that out there. Cause I'm telling you, I'm, I'm here looking, I'm looking all through fries and I'll tell you right now, I got no idea. No, I got, there's no conversation about whether fries circumcised. So, I mean, I don't know for that reason alone. And I'm not saying that it's pro, I'm pro or against circumcision. I'm just saying the fact that I know, and that is clearly so important to me, I think I got to move Farnsworth on. Yeah, I know. I want to lock in Farnsworth as well. I think he's funnier. He's more important. We know about his penis, which is key. So key. Yep. So cru so crucial to how we how we move about this, how we can continue to have this conversation. All right, next up, 
We got Scruffy and we got Zoidberg. Folks, unfortunately, they I don't have the information. I do have it up here. I got no information on circumcision for these. So we're going to have to move on blind here and just hope that, you know, there's other things worth talking about these characters beyond whether or not they're circumcised. It's- and it's also the ultimate 50-50 because, first of all, in the future, I don't know the circumcision status of pop culture. I don't know it how that's just going to play out. I know in some countries it's bigger than others. But also, you can't. It's, you ultimately cannot tell anything about someone's penis by looking at them, and that's a little, little fucked up. We need to know more about penises. <laughs> you're saying? Are you saying? Because it seems like you're implying, like, man, if I could just see that dick, I would know so much about that dude. I would know his background. I would kind of understand: is he a good person? Is he a bad person? How does he pay his taxes? Just let me get at it, dog. <laughs> let me see that pecker, dude. No, I'm just more worried about circumcision status. That's all. <laughs> just yeah, that's fair. So you have so we have here uh Scruffy the janitor and we have Zoidberg their doctor who loves yeah. humans but is the worst is not a good doctor of humans. He is not. When I sent you episodes to watch, I didn't send you a full Scruffy episode. I sent you like a Scruffy compilation YouTube. And that was very I mean that, the hard part is because it was a compilation, it's just like is it's very sweet. Like you're very pro that dude then you're like, yeah, the- I want all of the, I want this episode. The problem with Scruffy is he has like one, th- one or two throwdown bangers a season, and that's it. Right. Like yes. he comes in with one liners. He's not around a lot, which I, I mean, he's always in the shadows. I think it'd be fun if we could go in and post, put Scruffy in more episodes of Futurama in the background, in windows, <laughs> in open doors, just in the background, just two glowing eyes. I did even notice that it was funny. We were, I can't remember which episode. I think it was the Zoidberg one that you sent me. So you told me to watch A Taste of Freedom, season five for Zoidberg. One thing I did notice is there's just a scene, and I was like, oh, man, I kind of wonder how much this happens. When they they were just, like, panning across the the group, they were all at uh, Planet Express, and they were just passing. They are just kind of doing a camera shot across it. And there, you just see Scruffy and Farms were just talking. No, yeah. You don't really know. But it, so I'm like, he really is that dude though, where he's just he's always there. in conversation. He's just, so I was like, man, I kind of want to watch this to see how many times like, yeah, he's always look at this all guy. the time. Oh, if they show like full group photos or if they're ever at a big events where there's a lot of people, Scruffy's always there working. Yeah. I don't know how else to bring this up. How do we feel about Zoidberg potentially, uh, clear. I don't even potentially. He's very clearly representing, uh, the Jewish population in a way. <laughs> a little bit of a satire. I didn't realize that until they go to, he's talking about his home planet and everyone has the most, it, it, it's all Jewish accents. They're not oh, yeah. trying with all the, Zoidberg by himself, never really caught. It never hit me. But then hearing him amongst his people. And they're all got like Jewish Hasidic accents. <laughs> and, they're, and they talk a lot about like guilty. He's like, oh, you want to be a comedian? You want to be a comedian, don't you? Well, you gotta go be a you gotta be a doctor. You gotta go be a oh, doctor first. Oh, so you're gonna be a doctor? You gave up on your dream of being a comedian? It's yeah. like Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I didn't know that these were. And is that I feel like generally he's pretty people like him a lot. It doesn't seem like it's bad, but I'm also like, oh, Matt Groening, please don't, please don't. We all find out secretly some because he's, he's like super you did make him. He did make him a bug, essentially. He did make um, him a st- and he stinks bad. And he's a stinky bug. But the one thing that's funny is that he doesn't care about money. So he, he, he doesn't have any. It's well, he doesn't have care. any to care about, but doesn't seem like he's ever on it. He's never like, yeah, let me get after that. Let me get on top of that money. You know, so we know I, Scruffy's balling, too, because Scruffy is a three hundred and fifty dollar haircut. You don't just get those <laughs> dog. How? OK, 
what is the most you would pay for a haircut? Like I pay, I'm, I pay someone about who, 50 bucks. That's what I'm yeah, I get a haircut for about 50 bucks. And that took a long time to get to. And I and I know there are people listening right now that are like, that's fucking you know you can go to Great Clips and get it for 12 bucks. Easy. Yeah, the, no one no offense to the lovely people at Great Clips. They are not doing a fade like the way my boy Dylan hooks up a fade. No, okay? no, 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 no. I've got a fucking sick ass fade. When it's fresh, yeah, it's fucking fresh to death. Oh no! Shout out, shout out, Drew! Shout out, Drew Knutson. Uh, cutting my hair has been fucking nails it all the time. Love her work, no questions asked. It was, but I'm wondering, like, because you hear about, and I guess maybe if you were just rich, you just quit having a concept for money. But there was like a viral post recently about a barber who was like an NBA barber, and so it's the first time this guy is trying to get a cut from this NBA barber. It was like a rookie kid, and yeah. so he reaches out and he's like, "Hey, could you come cut my hair?" And the guy says. Sure, it's 350 bucks for a haircut. It'll be then it's gonna be a hundred bucks for travel just because you live further away than most of the guys. It's gonna be and like for any if you want me to do beard trim, that's that's another hundred bucks. And like just lays out this price. And then the the rookie was like, Is this normal? Is this yeah, all right? Wait, what? I didn't I didn't know it was like that. I mean, <laughs> and way they do to go barbers. every week. They do this shit every week. If you're in the if you're in the public eye like that. And you got to keep a tight haircut every two weeks. You got to keep that fade tight. And you know Scruffy's out here. He ain't playing around. No, no, no. Scruffy's Scruffy, got that no, clean that fuck. And that you know what? The biggest flex of all wears a hat all the time. All the all the time. Doesn't give a flying fuck. He takes that off. Boom! You he hit it with the pizzazz. <laughs> he's got that. He's got that mustache. You know, he just has someone work on just individual hair. Just getting in oh there with a te- with a microscope. Just looking at him, making sure everything is cut perfectly. Gets a $300 haircut, throws a hat, like looks at it in the mirror, goes, that's that drip. That's that riz. Puts a hat on, walks out. That's a flex that we can never uh, hope to even achieve. Right. I mean, he is. I. It's tough because how much. I mean, they do a good job of building up his own myth mythology, Scruffy. So I, I'm just worried that I'm using too much of my own. Like, man, I just love this dude. I love the idea of this guy. That's I like what he the, brings. I think that's to... what's cool about Scruffy, though, is he lets you fill in the blanks. You get to figure it out. It's like why everyone likes reading like horror movies and Cthulian horror. It's because you never see the monster. It's like watching the movie thing. My favorite movie, right? Right. You don't. It's scary because you don't know what's going on, and you have to fill in a lot of the empty spaces. And that's Scruffy. Yeah, I do like. I like the idea because I just don't feel like you get this as much in television shows where it's someone who is pretty much on screen all the time right like it's always there but then every like you said once or twice a season you get like a new nugget of information about them that you're like wait what <laughs> they're uh you know it'd be like in how i met your mother if like the bartender someone who like gets a line here and there all the time but like if one time you just found out that it's like oh carl the bartender oh he was a dentist yeah he just quit he just quit his practice yeah, and exactly. just decided to be a bartender it just wasn't worth it to him anymore the stress so he became a bartender you're like wait what and that's it. That's all you get. And they're like, just move on from it. But then you're like, oh, the lore of this character. It's rich. It's deep. That being said, I am going to lock in Zoidberg. Oh, Zoidberg's fucking funny. And he's a key component of Planet Express. Without him, the whole system falls apart. Now, is Scruffy in charge of the boilers? Yes. And that's very important. <laughs> Seems to be important, I would imagine. They probably want those boilers going. But he's a doctor, honey. He, a doctor. He, he loves zero G jugs. Or national pornographic. National pornographic's my favorite. Yes. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna go Scruffy because there's something about a man who has the confidence to openly be reading pornography that I respect. 
That is it. And he's not, they've never, he's never doing something nasty. You never catch him like, who, 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 he's just I, there. I, be- I believe that he reads Playboy for the articles. Right. Like that is just a part of me. He's like, I mean, obviously there's boobs and that's awesome. But like, no, there's got good, they got good writers too. Like they got some really mm-hmm, talented mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do what you got to do. I'm looking in Zoyberg, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to go scruffy. So we will settle this the only way we know how with the American voting coin of 2004 is brought to you by a random.org. We got George Bush facing up, which means John Kerry is on the other side. Cody, you will be the selector because it's lowest seed and Zoidberg was the 14 seed. Okay. I am going to go with, ooh, I'm going to go John Kerry, actually. I think he's trying to save the oceans and Zoidberg loves that. Zoidberg would. All right. So we will flip it. That's George Bush. Uh, Bush. That's Scruffy Mr. Scruffy. Farnsworth. Okay. All right. So now, yeah. So now we have your, your classic. You know, you got a pretty main character here that really, you know, established is is a big draw for the funnies and makes a lot of it happen. Mm-hmm. Or, or are we going with the character who's there often is very much a part of the show. No one, we're not talking about some guy who's only in like two or three episodes. This dude's in all of it. He actually even make he even makes the rare Simpsons crossover. Scruffy, yeah, interesting. Here's the deal: Barnesworth keeps Amy around because of her blood type. He keeps Zoidberg around because Zoidberg saved his life and he owes Zoidberg. What does Scruffy, because Scruffy doesn't seem to actually work ever. You said he works on the boilers. No, yeah, but he's always on break. There's an episode where the boilers are about to explode, all of them, and he's like, sorry, break. Like, he doesn't actually do anything. So (laughs) I'm saying- He's a good union man is what I hear. He's a good union man. He's a good union man. What does Scruffy have over Farnsworth? What does he have in the back pocket did he say Farnsworth's life too? I mean, one would have to assume. I mean, one would almost have to wonder how much is maybe Scruffy more or less like the CFO. We know he's secretly rich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe in some ways bankrolling some of the, I mean, they, that this is now adding to the lore. This is not, I know this is not stated. Yes. But Farnsworth may know that at some point, if this all goes to shit, maybe Scruffy will help bail them out. And provide them the cash flow to keep going. Okay, maybe Scruffy's the silent investor. He's got the real yes. money. That's why he has so many shares of Planet Express. He right. believes in the company. He believes in it because he's like, I fucking own it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was there the day of. I helped. I helped with the founding of this place, but I never wanted it to be known. But I always keep an eye on what's going on. He he literally has the job you've always wanted. He's just like, hey, I got a lot of money. How about I give it to you? You let me be a part of the company. What do you want to do for the company? Nothing. Nothing. I just want to fly. I'll read natural pornographic. Thank you. I mean, I'm going to be honest. With you. I'm leaning Farnsworth. I love that he's yeah. a key character. He's always there. He's given up. He sets up every episode. He always shows in. Good news, everyone. This and then now the episode's about to start. He sets it up every time. Oh, I didn't. Damn, I never even realized that. That's that's really cool. Like I've never actually thought that. Like, oh yeah, he. Every time is like how you know we're about to get into. He's basically the inciting incident. Yeah. What the yeah what the episode's gonna be this time around? Like without him, yeah, without him setting that up. Oh, that's very that's very fun. That's a cool thing that they do for him. Welcome to the show. Welcome Welcome to Futurama fandom. I'm glad I could welcome you in with open arms. Come sit on this couch. It's a little sticky. (laughs) Well, it, it is. It's a couch from someone who watches Futurama. You know what? What could you have expected from it? I mean, I got to go with you. I love, I love Scruffy. I love everything that Scruffy represents. But, I mean, you're totally right. We don't know his circumcision status. We, we don't. And that's clearly important to us. Yeah. From here on out. So, I mean, yeah, I think I got to go. I got to go with uh, Farnsworth on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that is. I think it's the right call. That is it, folks. Farnsworth going to be our champion. And that is it 
for this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to us. Make sure you're hitting that like, that subscribe, that follow, giving us those five stars, please. Yes, follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you would like to text Nick your circumcision status, feel free to do that at those. Or you can email him pictures at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com so he can verify. <laughs> Make sure that they are very clear photos, though. I don't want to have to be going back and forth getting multiple dick photos from you because you keep taking them in the dark, and it's hard for me to tell what the status is, okay? Yeah. If so, your parents won't answer the question, reach out to Nick. He'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm a circumcision expert. I'm happy, I'm happy to check it out for you. Shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. we got a whole new season coming up on Monday. But until then... I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.